0: Welcome into DC On Screen, episode three hundred and sixty. I'm your co-host. No, I'm your host. Whatever. Yeah, you know. Robertson, and you're my co-host, Jason Goss. Hello. I'm actually really sick of Facebook clickbait articles making me feel like a piece of crap.
1: Sure. You have an example? I
0: saw. Yeah, like I saw one the other day, and it said these pictures of the Titanic sinking are heartbreaking. I go, all right, you know, I'm alone and it's four o'clock in the morning. I'm desperate to feel something. And I look at the pictures and they were like, oh, here's some pictures of the Titanic. And here's a CG mock-up of the ship and it's sinking. And now here's some black and white pictures of grainy people who don't look scared because they have no idea. And I'm like, those pictures aren't heartbreaking and then i look back at the article on facebook and like people are using those little emoji reactions now and uh-huh. a bunch of them have like the sad face with the tears right and i'm like shit i think i'm a bad person
1: no no that's just that's just poor drama no you want, you want to feel something at 4 in the morning go watch the hindenburg go down right <laughs> i forget how many people it was like a few dozen or something but but you can it's a visceral moment <laughs> yeah oh that thing is on fire I mean yeah. on fire,
0: yeah, I felt more emotion watching a video of a wine rack at Walmart on
1: fire, seriously, at least somebody had to clean that up,
0: yeah, there's like one guy running over. I never like cleaned up the Titanic. it's
1: it. still just chilling down there.
0: <laughs> I'm like we can't disturb the graves. no one got paid seven twenty
1: five an hour to come back and clean that up. No, it was that no
0: one. we. we... It's It's disrespectful to to disturb the graves, no, it's not clean up your crap. <laughs> you made a mess. We as a species made a mess. Let's go clean it up.
1: yeah, you can make an argument that we at least like uh put in the 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 basics for a new coral reef if if everything gathers <laughs> correctly
0: <laughs> right
1: yeah, but we you know. did our job, but it's the equivalent of of it's. Uh, like, it might work as an argument, but it's the equivalent of, like, running over somebody's daughter in the street and being like, I just saved you, like, 200 grand. It just doesn't yeah. work. You don't have to pay for college now. <laughs> it's fine, right? No.
0: Yeah. That's how it works, right? That yeah.
1: Because we're all monsters.
0: <laughs> oh, man. I'm a high-functioning sociopath. Anyway. Nah, it's not true. I'm not high-functioning at all. <laughs>
1: We would be worth way more money.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. At least we can. At least then we can compartmentalize. You know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so uh, not a huge amount of news this week, but I guess we'll go ahead and dive into it, unless you had anything fun and relatable to share with the audience.
1: Not that I know of. No.
0: <laughs>
1: no, it's been an extremely boring week. the The most uh, interesting thing that happened to me is my eye, um, like the side of my head's a little. Uh, carpet burnt because I was playing tug of war with my dog on the couch and he got me Mm -hmm. and uh -hmm. he literally dragged me onto my my rug
0: yeah that sucks man yeah
1: he's like 70 pounds of muscle
0: he is he's uh he's a spry creature he's
1: a spry little thing yeah
0: Yeah. uh you know don rickles died
1: i know that's rough insults would never be the same
0: yeah i've spent a fair amount of the week just watching old clips enjoying yourself I mean, yeah, the dude's funny. dude's funny.
1: (laughs) It's classically funny. I mean, what are you going to do?
0: I mean, how do you not laugh at him telling Ed McMahon that he ran into his wife in the park because she's 11?
1: (laughs) I mean. Yeah, he was was a brilliant insult artist.
0: Funny guy. Anyway, so uh, we're going to talk about uh, (laughs) Chris Pine for just a second this is largely a Wonder Woman thing. He was actually promoting Wonder Woman uh, when they asked him this uh, Mm -hmm. and why he didn't want to play Green Lantern. And he says, I've never been a big superhero fan. It wasn't what drew me to films when I was younger. I was more of a diehard and Indiana Jones guy and romancing the stone. I only bring up those because they have qualities of this character, the love story. So no, I really didn't care at all.
1: All right. All right. Damn, dude. Honesty points. Mean ass. (laughs) (laughs) We just had people asking us if they could make Green Lantern cool. And Chris Pine's like, ah, screw that guy.
0: Yeah. I don't care about superheroes. I mean, whatever. I mean.
1: Yeah. Uh,
0: so, <laughs> all of this is, um, I think all of the most of this is uh, from an Empire interview. Yep. From uh, Patty Jenkins. I think it's Empire. I may have messed that up, but whatever. Uh, she says, I think there, there's funny things in both Suicide Squad and Wonder Woman. Uh but we definitely went from making a funny film. I was always basing it on Superman one and on Indiana Jones. Second Indiana Jones reference. Mm-hmm. I wanted to make a classic film where you're laughing and you're in love with them, and then they're off on a fun, great adventure. It's definitely in the pursuit of our film. Um, they also asked her how much she had, or how much one would have to know about the previous films to watch Wonder Woman. She says zero. Cool. Uh, she says there are things in there, uh, things here and there, but it's a standalone film. Uh, so that's 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 good, I guess. No, I had
1: the feeling <laughs> that was gonna be the case, though.
0: Yeah, I mean, uh, comicbook.com asked her why, uh, she used Ares, uh, instead of Cheetah, Circe, or uh, Hercules. She says, I mean, I think he's the biggest villain of Wonder Woman's world, and so I think if you're going to start off big, start off right with the greatest villain,
1: mm-hmm. and then check Which your I way down help- to Giganta,
0: right? Well, <laughs> I couldn't help but think like someone along the way went, Hey, so you better use Ares. Why? Cause you're not getting another one.
1: <laughs> you, you're going to want to put, put a good foot out there.
0: Yeah. It's sort of See like, how this goes down. It's sort of like how Whedon was like, yeah, I absolutely decided to end, you know, like finish the story with serenity. I had no clue that I was, I had no clue as to whether or not I was getting a sequel. I didn't want to chance it. This right. is my chance to end it. Let's do this. Right. Um, on how involved one uh Zack Snyder was with Wonder Woman. uh Patty says, Zack was making Batman v. Superman simultaneous to making this, but he was very instrumental in the direction of the film. I'm sorry, in the direction the film was going to take. That ended up leading to my signing on because I know enough about these worlds now that unless we really have a shared vision, it's going to be two years of fighting, and who wants that? I had a very strong feeling of what kind of Wonder Woman film I'd want to make. Uh, they asked about the color palette in wonder woman Mm -hmm. he said this film seems to have such a different look than what we've seen in these films so far the color is not nearly as muted why she says it's an origin story and it's a classic film for both of these things it's essentially not modern in the color palettes of our times i was going for brand classic cinema also wonder woman is a very colorful character to me the red and the blue and just the beauty and the beauty of the world that she comes from everything about that asks to make a colorful colorful film I, mean, I would say that about Superman, too, but, you know, I,
1: yeah. I, I would have, yeah, I would have asked for that to be included in the, the first meetings myself, <laughs> but...
0: All right. They asked her about the uh, Thor Wonder Woman differences. They said, since you had spent time on the Thor project, was there much carryover from that to Wonder Woman, which she was going to direct uh, The Dark World and then she left that she says they're very similar in a lot of ways. It's a lot of the same questions and a lot of the same struggles that I was interested in for both Thor's story and wonder woman. Although in that case, it was a second movie. So I could never have been as pure, uh, and a simple, it could never have been as pure and as simple of an arc. So I think it was meant to be that. And I ended up doing this one, which I had always wanted to do anyway. And I got to do it in a kind of bigger and purer arc rather than putting it in that other story.
1: Mm, cool. Uh,
0: But she escaped um, the Dark World. um, Right. Good for her. Um, So, uh, not necessarily DC related, but speaking of Thor, they dropped the Ragnarok trailer today. Mm Mm-hmm. How amazing was that?
1: (laughs) I mean, 14 out of 10.
0: Right? I mean, I didn't... At no point did I ever think, like, yes, I need, like, early 80s badass metal.
1: No, that wasn't. That was, I think, late 70s... um, Zeppelin but
0: yeah oh it was absolutely Zeppelin
1: I think it was late 70s uh, version I w- well, would happily accept corrections on the timing of that Zeppelin
0: Yeah like late 70s early 80s types of graphics though definitely for the Thor Ragnarok oh, like, yeah. it looked like like a late 70s early 80s metal band yeah graphics yeah um, but i mean who knew that that was the thing that i needed i didn't know i needed that but i totally needed that <laughs> Like, But afterwards, song, you went, yes, "Yes, that
1: hit, that hit exactly I, where we needed to be."
0: As soon as I heard like the "damn it, damn it" of the immigrant song, I was like, "Ah, mm-hmm. that's perfect." The whole thing was just great. Oh, uh. Uh, holy crap, guys!
1: Yeah, it's good. It's really good. It's, I, I <laughs> mean, it's 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 exciting.
0: Yeah, it's pretty fantastic. Um, Even
1: Loki looked like intimidating.
0: Oh yeah, some of those like some of those scenes of um, I guess it's Hela fighting the Asgardians. Yeah, look positively uh, Snyderish. Yes. Or should I say Zakian?
1: Zakiyan. <laughs> 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 they went straight ZS man. Yeah. Straight ZS.
0: Yeah, I, I, uh, it looks uh, pretty phenomenal. Yeah. Looking anyway, to that uh, going back to DC. <laughs> Uh Box Office Pro is saying that Wonder Woman's opening weekend looks to be about eighty three million. They're predicting eighty three million. Um about half of the sites out there are saying like, hey, that's pretty good, and about the other half are going, It's not good. That looks bad.
1: You want to break a hundred if you can, obviously.
0: Look well, eighty three million is a lot better than most movies yes they also spent way less money on wonder woman than they did the previous three films
1: that is the other question though like how much did they spend on wonder woman
0: less i didn't i didn't write it down (laughs) but (laughs) it was less yeah um i mean you know
1: a lot of people genuinely have the goal to like recoup their money in the first weekend and then they can just like sit back and see how much they make yeah they will yeah,
0: they. I, it was only like a hundred. It was like a hundred and fifty-ish, maybe a hundred and seventy-ish. That's reasonable. If I remember, I can actually probably look it up, but I don't. You know, I mean, why not? We've got a short news week.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh,
0: since I didn't do my due diligence, research
1: stuff, so ensues.
0: Right, right. Oh, it was a hundred, a hundred to one hundred twenty million is what the estimate was. Yeah, no,
1: that. that's incredibly reasonable. So, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. So I mean, if they, you know, if they're making, uh, if they're making eighty three million the opening weekend, I, they'll be fine.
1: No, like, yeah, they'll but, ultimately they'll be fine. It and uh, for a lot of movies, it's like, oh, if it makes two hundred fifty million, we're in good shape. Mm-hmm. Oh, if it broke five, we're in we're in great shape. Um, but for a lot mm-hmm. of like. Uh, Movies like this, they want it to, I mean, they want it to break like six, seven hundred million dollars. I mean, they want to, they want to be, be able to think about it as rounded up to a billion.
0: If you, if you really want to look at the, the truth of the situation of how bad things really are, Shia LaBeouf just put out a movie that made literally $11.50 opening night.
1: Sold one ticket.
0: One ticket.
1: One exact (laughs) ticket. Uh, The only thing that has compared to it in British film is one film that sold one ticket in its entire run.
0: Yeah. Actually, I heard about that. I think Spencer talked about it on the uh Pursuit of the Trivial nice. back in the day.
1: Well done. That's Good still
0: up. I saw uh, still all up. That's a lot of cool little stories <laughs> and facts. And yeah. I'm on a couple episodes. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so uh but they're saying like BBS made 170 million, you know, uh Squad made, you know, 133 million. Uh, even BVF, i mean even uh, man of steel made more than uh, than 83 million this opening weekend so they're saying you know oh it's bad things are so bad no oh, well that's uh, the
1: phrasing some people used when they were describing it was like oh it's going to be the worst opening so far for the dcu it's, like, oh, it's going to make 80000000 yeah. you you'll be fine yeah i mean you know
0: prove them wrong go see it what do you want me to say
1: personally i think it breaks 100
0: you think it does yeah well, I mean, they'll try. They'll be like, it's got a 15% on Rotten Tomatoes. No,
1: sorry. Between thir- uh, like between Thursday and Sunday, I think this <laughs> film makes $100 million opening weekend.
0: It might. It might. It might. It might. It might. I don't know. I hope so.
1: I'll be throwing Ooh. in my, you know, 15 books.
0: Oh, sure. So, uh.
1: And my wife's 13 books.
0: Yeah. I mean, I take it we'll probably see it together. So yeah. me and Bethany will be there. Yep. No bells on, but we'll be there.
1: No, you don't require bells.
0: We don't wear bells. No, I don't know who the hell came up with this whole wearing bells thing. It's a weird
1: it's phrase. It's don't weird. Don't approve.
0: And I don't, I don't even like people to have mints in their pocket because of the way they jingle. Yeah, I don't like it. Mm. Yeah, no, I don't, can't I don't do care it. For it. Anyway,
1: <laughs> if someone literally showed up at my home with bells on, I, I would, I would have to ask, like, stop and ask him, "What the fuck do you think you're doing here?" What's happening? I'm a dog owner. You're would... basically just asking to be chewed on. <laughs> you you walked into my home as a chew toy. Whatever happens from this point on, I I can't be responsible.
0: Um. So you know how every Wonder Woman trailer has ended with that awesome BVS Wonder Woman theme? Yeah. Apparently, it's not going to be the, in the movie. Really? Yeah. No. Uh, yeah. It's that's not a be shame. It. Um. Patty says the song is slightly more compli- complicated because that is the song of a very adult and evolved character. I love that track, but we had to embrace it as a different thing. If the story is of who Diana grows into being, you can't just come out of the gate with a song like that for a 10-year-old.
1: <laughs> All right. I mean, that's that's solid as far as reason goes. That's cool.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> So, Kieran Hines talked a little bit about Justice League and gave a little insight into who Steppenwolf is going to be in Justice League. Good. And I'm really kind of digging it. All right. uh, Because we've never seen this version of Steppenwolf before.
1: Or any Um, on live, right?
0: Yeah, no. I mean, I've just never seen this take, really. Mm -hmm. But he says, uh, he did say that he's never read any of the comic books as a kid. So, it's all fairly new to him. Um, And he talked in this interview, it was... um, I think it was with The Guardian, maybe? I don't know. But anyway, he talked about um, how he was in Excalibur, uh-huh. John Boardman's Excalibur. He says it was a time when there was not much going on in Ireland with the economy, and we were all living hand to mouth, really, doing bits of fringe theater. And he says he talks about how Zack Snyder paid homage to uh to Excalibur in Batman v Superman Dawn of Justice. He says they were great fans of Excalibur, Zack and his team. Maybe that's how I got the role. Who knows? There's a bit when they're walking in Gotham City and suddenly on a marquee of a cinema you see Excalibur playing. Yeah. And uh, then he talks about uh the point in the movie when Doomsday impales Superman by a lar- by his like arm spear. He says that's exactly what happened in Excalibur with Nigel Terry pierced by Mordred. So, um, yeah, there's that, and he says um, he had to be in a motion capture suit with, like, cameras strapped to him, and then he was in a very tight and embarrassing uh, mo- mo-cap suit. He says, basically, they're going to construct something digitally, and then they will use my eyes and my mouth.
1: Hmm.
0: So, yeah, it was the Independent, by the way, that he was talking about, that he was talking to, I mean. <laughs> and he also referred to Steppenwolf, and he said he's old, tired, still trying to get out of his own enslavement to Darkseid. He has to keep on this line to try and take over worlds.
1: Oh, okay. That's neat.
0: Yeah. I've never really seen that take of Steppenwolf before.
1: No. But you gotta think that's maybe what alerts Darkseid to the presence of Earth. Like, Steppenwolf fails, and and he he, kind of thinks, oh, well, this is probably worth taking over.
0: Yeah. Mm. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm assuming he already knows about Earth because yeah. he's fought. They've they've fought Amazonians before.
1: True, and he's he's well, maybe, you know maybe it was near godlike. So
0: she didn't say you know in borderline um, omniscience Yeah, yeah. I mean, I guess the mother boxes were left on Earth. So yeah, um, I don't know. <laughs> anyway,
1: somehow those got here.
0: Um, Amber Heard posted a kind of a fun picture of her and, uh, Jason Momoa there. It looks like they're at like a restaurant or a bar and, uh, he's got his arm around her and they're laughing and, uh, she captions it Aquaman crush Monday. Yep. And that was a lot of fun. Looks like they're getting friendly. Chummy. Hopefully not too chummy, Jason.
1: Mm Mm-hmm. Cause then it would make it a pun.
0: You've got Denise Huxtable at home. Remember? (laughs) Uh, Zack Snyder posted a picture of Henry Cavill uh, in his in a superhero suit. Not his necessarily. It was it, was, it looked like it was a, uh, a the best a uh, recreation of the Christopher Reeves suit. Right. Some sites are reporting it was the Christopher Reeves suit. Some were saying it was a, rec- uh, a recreation. Um. But it was the first screen test with Henry. He says I knew right away he was my Superman. He does. He looks the part, dude. He just does. Like, even in that cheesy old outfit.
1: Even sitting down, of all things, yeah.
0: And Snyder says, if you can put on that suit and pull it off, that's an awesome achievement. Mm-hmm. He walked out and no one laughed. Other <laughs> actors put that suit, other actors put that suit on and it's a joke, even if they're great actors. Henry put it on and he exuded this kind of crazy calm confidence that just made me go, wow, okay, this is Superman. And he told that, he, he said that to Entertainment Weekly and, uh, about the, the 2011 audition. Of course, we know he was also considered for the Abrams uh, Superman flyby. Oh, uh, yeah. movie. Yeah. And there are pictures out there of him in like, this like super like shiny metallic Superman costume. Still looks great.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I don't think there was a point where Cavill didn't look like he could be Superman. Mm-hmm. It's just that some of the writing's gotten him in trouble now.
0: Yeah. So um a fan asked Bryce Dallas Howard if she'd ever be interested in playing Poison Ivy. She res- Howard responded with a gif of Uma Thurman's Poison Ivy winking to Batman and Robin and she said she's pretty badass. And then she also retweeted a picture, uh like a um heavily photoshopped picture of her as Poison Ivy uh fighting Affleck. Mm-hmm. If Bryce Dallas Howard was Poison Ivy, I think I could just, I would just, I could die a happy man.
1: <laughs> that good?
0: Yeah. You know Bryce Dallas Howard? No, She was it's Quinn okay Stacy in Spider-Man 3. <clears throat> she was in The Village.
1: That's um, a good fit. She,
0: Yeah, I mean, Lady in the Water. Uh, She's been a bunch of great stuff. Yeah. Or been great in a bunch of stuff, I should say. <laughs> <laughs> Plus, you know, she came out of Ron Howard's balls. Oh, that's, for me. That's,
1: well, yeah, that's, something. that's definitely something.
0: Yeah. And if she does this, you know, that'll be another superhero movie on her belt. Because she was Gwen Stacy in Spider-Man 3, so. All right. would be down.
1: Mm. I can deal with it. Got Please, n- Warner Brothers. No objections here.
0: <laughs> um, so, apparently the MTV Movie Awards have nominated Jared Leto as Best Villain uh, for The Joker. He responded uh, on Twitter, "Oh, the fire of my loins, the itch of my crotch, the one, the only, the infamous MTV Movie Awards." Thank you.
1: <laughs> I don't know what that means, but it makes me laugh.
0: I mean, he just—it's just a—it's just a, a quote lifted directly out of Suicide Squad. I know. That's what he said about Harley Quinn.
1: <laughs> I know, but still.
0: All right, so. Um, we're we're going to move into a section that I'm going to mark G-O-S for grain of salt, because that's what you should take it with. Ah, okay. Um, all of this is a rumor. Everything I'm about to tell you. I'll tell you when the rumor section is over. Gotcha. But um someone posted on 4chan a leak, a Warner Brothers movie leak, uh, of her plans. So none of this is official. I repeat, none of this is official. <laughs> but I thought it was interesting and something to talk about. On this short news day. Um, here we go. The plan for 2019 is to release four Batman related films Gotham City Sirens around Valentine's Day weekend, Nightwing on Memorial Day weekend, Batgirl in August, and the Batman in November. The studio is going to do this to celebrate the 80th anniversary of Batman.
1: All right. That would be, that would be fantastic.
0: Uh, in addition, two Batman animated films are also planned for 2019. One will be an adaptation of The Long Halloween.
1: Also oh, fantastic. I don't know how you're going to condense The Long Halloween into the 90-minute animated film, but okay.
0: I don't either. I think maybe...
1: It's called The true, Long Halloween.
0: If that's true, I think the two Batman animated films will be part one and part two of The Long Halloween, most likely.
1: Probably. That I um, could live with.
0: Let's see. Uh, The Batman film will still have Deathstroke, but not as a main villain. Matt Reeves wants to do a larger scale Batman film that will include the Bat family, as well as most of Batman's rogues.
1: So his idea was to have three different films set up his film. I guess. I mean, kudos on the balls there.
0: Yeah. Uh, Grant Wilson might be the villain for the Nightwing solo film. He is hired by Roland Desmond to take out all the mob bosses in Bloodhaven. Okay. Uh, Suicide Squad 2 or Dark Universe will mo- most likely be taking Aquaman's previous release date Mel Gibson is no longer the frontrunner to, d- to direct the Suicide Squad sequel uh, I can't remember how he said Yame, Colette Sarah, and Ruben Fleischer are now the top candidates the script is currently being written with the story pitch given by Ayer d- Color Frost will be the new female lead to replace Harley Quinn mm. let's just stop there, what do you think about that?
1: yeah <laughs> Just just have a moment to to worry about that. Right? Yeah. They built her so integrally into that film. Like I I don't know they what to do with that.
0: But if she's doing Gotham City Sirens, what are we do in
1: Yeah, it's not like she doesn't have something to do, it's just they they made her very much a part of that universe.
0: They did. Um <laughs> The Dark Universe script is going through final rewrites. Uh, Guillermo del Toro's old treatment was used as a base and was rewritten to connect to the universe. If Lyman is ready, filming could start as early as summer. Uh, four movies are also planned for 2020. Warner Brothers wants to do two low-budget, smaller-scale films and two big-budget, larger-scale films per year, which I could deal with. Yeah. I-, I would be fine to see all that. That's not bad. Jonathan Levine is in talks to direct The Flash, which we've already talked about that to some degree. Uh-huh. Uh, the film will most likely release in 2020. Matthew Vaughn will most likely write the Man of Steel sequel if he takes on the, direct, uh, the directional duties. I believe what they mean is directorial, but maybe. Eh, whatever. Um,
1: <laughs>
0: and then there was another leak concerning Black Adam. Um this was on Reddit, not 4chan, and they said, I will not tell you how I know any of this in order to not jeopardize my position. Firstly, Black Adam will be the main villain in Man of Steel 2. The idea was tossed around of possibly making an appearance in a sequel, even if it was only brief. The later, uh, the latter involved into Adam becoming the villain due to the fact WB did not feel confident in the early drafts of the Shazam script and felt as if Dwayne Johnson deserved a bigger project. <laughs> That may be linked to how much they are paying him. Second, uh, Matthew Vaughn is still talking to Warner about directing the film. However, Warners are talking to other directors as well, which may be an attempt to increase pressure on Vaughn's agent. Lastly, bad news. Shazam is practically off the table. Warner Brothers did not feel confident in the first drafts of the script and is much more interested in Black Adam. Despite this, it is likely that Billy Batson will appear in the film. To what degree? I don't know. Wow. End of rumors.
1: Yep. For what it's worth, that whole section.
0: Yeah. I don't have a lot to say about any of this. Um, I really want all of those Batman movies in 2019.
1: No, that sounds fantastic. I just don't want yeah. to weigh yes. in on anything that's not real yet.
0: Yeah, I mean, I'll weigh in on it. I don't feel like I mean,
1: caring about it yet, is really what I, what I, what I mean to say.
0: <laughs> I mean, some of this we've already talked about. Matthew Vaughn possibly doing Man of Steel. I'm sure. down for that. I like yeah. Matthew Vaughn. You know, it's a lot of fun. Um, he's a good director. I think, uh, Doug Lyman did, a, I have seen him do a fine job and some stuff. Uh, they're still using Guillermo del Toro as a, as a, uh, base for the dark universe movie That's fine thing. Uh, you know, I, there's not a lot to say about any of this stuff unless you, they're saying, Hey, this is what's happening. Yeah. So, uh, last year we talked about, uh, Joe Manganiello, having been considered for Superman and man of steel. Now he has come out with a little bit more information. He was talking to MTV about how close he got. Apparently he got so close. They made a costume for him. (laughs) He says, I met with Zach. I had an hour and a half long meeting with Zach, which is what was causing all the trouble. Um, I met everybody, everybody involved. But what wound up being the problem is that HBO wouldn't let him out. Like Warner Brothers called HBO's costume department to get measurements for the costume, and HBO got pissed off and said they were not gonna let him have time off from True Blood for Man of Steel.
1: That is absurd. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I know how he dies in True in, in True Blood. It that's absurd. <laughs> huh? I like. I know what happens to that character. Bollocks.
0: Yeah, but you know, if I don't want, I didn't. You know, I don't. I don't, I don't want to see Joe Manganiello playing Superman, though. I like Henry Cavill.
1: I do like Henry Cavill, but I mean, a clean-shaven Manganiello might have been able to pull it off. I. I, I don't want to root against him.
0: I mean, I don't want to root against him, but then again, I don't want him playing Superman when I've already seen Henry Cavill. I think we dodged a bullet.
1: No, I I, I think we got the Superman that was the right Superman, but... Oh, just for him, that's... Uh, that's bullshit.
0: There was a bullet shot by Deathstroke.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I mean... That was... That's rough.
0: Mm-hmm. He did say he was finally able to watch Man of Steel... 'Cause he got uh he got drugged after a painful surgery and decided to watch it. Mm. <laughs> Poor thing. Mm-hmm. So, um <laughs> they've released some more concept art from Batman v Superman that apparently shows that Doomsday looks so much more like his comic book counterpart. Why? Why, BVS? Um, yes, a lot of clickbait. It does. It does. The, the, that, (laughs) that concept art totally looks like the comic book doomsday. Yeah. Here's my question. Why does anybody care? Yep. The comic book doomsday looked like shit. (laughs) He's always been one of the worst designed characters in the DC universe. He's, he looks worse than crazy quilt. Like, why are we so upset? that Doomsday doesn't look the same. He doesn't look good ever. He's not an interesting character
1: ever. There are a lot of people that would uh, would would say like it's like a pissed off rock that came to life. It's
0: amazing. I mean, it's kind of what he looked like in BVS. I mean,
1: I yeah, I don't think I don't think there's does like a, a substantial difference between those two. Yeah,
0: yeah, I didn't either. Uh, he's just. An angry gray Hulk.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> With spikies.
0: Yeah. Spiky Hulk. Eh. So Arnold Schwarzenegger was talking to Fandango and they asked him if he'd ever want to uh, take on another member of Batman's Rogue gall- rogues gallery. <laughs> Arnold says, absolutely. I think all of those movies, if they're written well, they're entertaining. If it's Batman or Batman and Robin or X-Men or Spider-Man, all of them, if they're written well... They have a great life. People enjoy them, and you can see the gr- the grosses that they make worldwide. So yes, of course I would. So I have to ask you, instead of just going, no thanks, I have to ask you, Jason, is there anyone in the Batman's Rogues Gallery that you would want to see Arnold take another swing at?
1: Actual Bane, yes.
0: <laughs> I don't want him to play Bane. I, I could find... You know what is funny is I almost said, ah, oh, nah, Tom Hardy for that. Wait, no! Um, nope. <laughs> <laughs>
1: that sucked too no actual Bane
0: Yeah, with a South Arnold American like,
1: accent being giant he's
0: got an Austrian accent no because Schwarzenegger has an Austrian accent yeah he does but he's not he could that probably
1: anymore. pull that off
0: mm, no any actual acting I don't think Arnold can do <laughs> I like Arnold Schwarzenegger. He's a fun guy to watch, but I don't... But you don't trust him to actually act. No, and he's old, and he doesn't... like. And that's with all due respect. He's old, and I don't think he can pull off Bane anymore.
1: Mm. I think he's too he has the pecs for it anymore? I really don't.
0: Mm. I really don't. Um,
1: Maybe I do mean in his prime. Maybe that's what I really mean.
0: Maybe that's what you mean.
1: I'm willing to accept that.
0: Now, you know what I would actually dig seeing, (sighs) though, is if I could deal with him being KG Beast...
1: KG Beast be cool. But they already cool.
0: did him they already did him in B V S.
1: Yeah. I could deal with a, I don't I, know. I I could. could... Nah, I was gonna say I could deal with a race version of him, but that's not right. I don't care about that. No.
0: No, you don't want to see that.
1: Yeah. That's a fuck that.
0: <laughs> you don't want to see that. I can't think of anyone off the top of my head that I'd like to actually see him play. Um Eh,
1: nah, I think he's I think he's out.
0: <laughs> yeah. I you know, well.
1: Maybe like Maybe Gorilla Dr. Grodd, Chicago, you the know? way they're doing him on Flash,
0: mm.
1: his gravelly voice, just doing like attenuated sentences with a bunch of CGI, just with his like mocap face, yeah. like the Hulk.
0: <laughs>
1: right? Yeah, I could deal with that. Yeah. Like in the sense that 165 pound Mark Ruffalo is the Hulk. Yeah, yeah, I could deal with that.
0: See, like Bat Batflick coming through the skylight. Hello, Batman. I am Arnold Stromwell. <laughs> Rupert Thorne take my child. Right. Anyway. <laughs> I think that wraps up the DCEU news. That's all I got, man.
1: Oh, it has to. Yeah. It's it's been a uh, it's been a week week for for the news. A yeah.
0: Yeah, it's been kind of relatively small. Don't
1: expect a lot out of TV either, kids.
0: But you know what happened? What that? they they didn't come out and contradict the Joss Whedon Batgirl news.
1: Nope. Thank God. So, that was my biggest fear. Up. Like post April Fools, was there. someone would go like, ah, it was all over the place for several days, but we were, it was just really a April Fool's thing. We're not really gonna give a character as incredible as Batgirl to Joss Whedon.
0: I really hope that doesn't fall through.
1: That's it, it, man. I mean, that one needs to stick. Yeah.
0: Anyway, we are DC on screen. You can find every episode at screen dot com. You can find us on Twitter, at DC On Screen, on Facebook, at DC On Screen, Instagram, at DC On Screen. Are you picking up the pattern?
1: Mm, it says DC On Screen a lot. I think I've got it.
0: If you want, go leave us a five-star written review on iTunes or Stitcher. We're not doing a giveaway right now, but you know, if you want to help us out, that would be awesome of you. We'd love you forever.
1: Come, come, uh, come! Give us, come talk to us. That's the other thing.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, so where they can come talk to us—Twitter and the things. Twitter and the things.
1: Come give us a talking to about points you um, you care about.
0: Come talk to us on the Twitters and such. All right. Come Twitter at us, and we're gonna come right back with a uh, an episode for the DCTV news. Uh, we're proud members of the Giant Size Team Up Network. GiantSizeTeamUp.com. And until that DC TV episode that you do or do not listen to, keep some DC
1: on your screen!